Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! James Taylor, what the hell are you doing in here? Seeing about prostitutes to the children. Get out of here! I'm Kiss. She's torture. And we're here to save the world from a paranormal sexual event. I have so many questions. So, uh, as you can see, my family's here, and uh, it's, it's game night. We're playing... sex. Welcome to my parents' house. Let's use our inside voices. Woof! Shh! <laughs> Sometimes my mom just hangs around to make sure I make good choices. <laughs> mom, you said you'd be ham in the refrigerator and there and isn't it's any. not! <laughs> yes, it's a girl's! You said I could have the downstairs to myself tonight. I said I'm on a date! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, love that ninja sex party. Always gonna love it. <laughs> Welcome to Two Bro Geeks, I'm Matt. I'm Justin, and aren't you excited for Jackass Forever coming? Oh god, that's so sad and pathetic to me for some reason. Yeah, because it's Mostly a bunch of old like... men doing stupid shit. Yeah, I think that's exactly the reason, because it's a bunch of old men doing stupid shit. Well, it's like, it, that trailer even ends on, like, one of the, I guess, quote-unquote, younger guys, like, mm -hmm. chained to a chair, and then they pour him, pour honey all over him, and then let a bear loose. <sighs> I didn't like Jackass when it was originally out, so I definitely don't like it now. Here's when it was stuff that didn't involve involve bodily harm okay. like them run like there's like this one bit where uh one of them would like put on a tracksuit and mm -hmm. go into like all these businesses that have like like stereo systems and he mm -hmm. would ask them questions about like how can well, let's get the party started and stuff and they're like turn up the volume and then he'll strip and he's just in a thong and dances and then like the worst that happens is he's asked to leave like i don't mind that stuff but then when it gets into the let's put a firecracker in this guy's ass and set it off or or the infamous the infamous uh james dunn i think his name was or pete dunn i don't remember james i think his name was james dunn where he put a matchbox car up his ass and then went to like a pro to the doctor to see if they could see it on an x-ray and the doctor's like why uh, i don't remember that one it's I guess. stupid it's fucking Thankfully. stupid yeah so no i'm not jackass forever not for me definitely y same here i refuse yeah um this week, though, is the Suicide Squad week, and it yes. still doesn't say on Essex Cinema's website they're only scheduled out to Wednesday so far as we God record this. But damn it. Yeah, I still assume they're going to have a Thursday showing, so I'm not worried about Either it. Either way, I, we are seeing it in a damn theater together. Yeah, and I every, it's been a heck of a week because uh, last, what was it, Tuesday or Wednesday, there were early screenings, so it's spoiler-dodging time. <laughs> it, which... 
a lot of people have been posting being like guys stop it like we're I'm, I'm happy you were able to see it so early sure S- shut the fuck up until others have seen it <laughs> i mean mostly um just for uh my from my perspective i haven't caught any spoilers everyone i know that actually has seen it which is like three or four people only but they were just like yep i went and saw it i loved it and i'm not gonna say anything more <laughs> yeah and then yeah but then on top of that hype like we were, i was messaging you i guess that hashtag uh released the david ayer cut of the other suicide squad is reared its ugly head again because mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess there was like a thing i don't i didn't read too much into it because i just refused to watch or think of that suicide squad film sure uh but i guess he like posted of like a screen capture of like a, a letter he wrote about like how much more to the film there is that never saw the light of day mm-hmm. and then it like brought back up another Zack snyder kind of run thing and i was just like i'm gonna burn twitter for the night <laughs> that makes sense uh yeah it's it's it hasn't been it's been weird because like nerd culture today this past week has been all over the place for a bunch of different reasons um like the news that scarlett johansson is suing disney (laughs) yeah um uh, i know a lot of people are like oh no this is mostly i've seen most people like agreeing with her because uh if if you have an account or an account a uh a contract um they should stick to that contract like it's not yeah it's not hard it's like it's one of those things where like she was she i under i see it's because it's going to be an ongoing thing with a lot of other uh, actors that's yeah they, I think somebody else already jumped in on that Emma didn't they? Stone I think might be uh, yes for because Cruella. Of Cruella yeah because well. because mm-hmm. these contracts were made before the pandemic so with Disney plus being now a factor they they saw no residuals from Disney plus so and I've seen a I've seen a little bit of the oh aren't they greedy thing and it's like well, yes but no I mean if yeah, you're but also no like yeah they, they're they, obligated to get that money because they worked and that is a part of the residuals is what it should be whatever format it's it's on like it shouldn't matter if it's a theater or behind a disney paywall like they made the, exactly they made the movie they are they are obligated to get that money right so yeah do actors make a lot of money and does it seem a little bit petty when they are trying to get more money i guess a little bit but it's like it's like you just said like uh they have a contract and Disney knew what that contract was or Marvel Studios or whoever she's actually suing. She's suing both um, Disney and Marvel. Right. Since they're now they, under the same thing. They knew the terms of the contract and willfully just went, eh, fuck it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, she and Scarlett Johansson, Emma Stone, and, and anybody else that might come after them... They 
deserve to have the contract they made <coughs> honored. And if Disney went behind their back and started making more money without trying to renegotiate that contract, then that's on them. Like, There's that new the, the the new Jungle Cruise movie that's just it just came out on Disney Plus, and I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I wouldn't be too surprised if The Rock or Emily Blunt like did the same thing because I'm sure that film was. I think supposed Jungle to come out Cruise last year. was still in production. Okay. Uh, I think I'm. I'd have to double check. Well, but, but this uh, also raises the whole because I think we've talked about it before way back beginning pandemic because. I'm assuming all the movies that were that are part of the Warner Brothers HBO Max deal are probably going to come under fire as well. They yeah, they already were actually when Warner Brothers first announced that deal. In fact, uh, I remember Christopher Nolan, everybody came after him because they were like wow, isn't he pretentious saying these movies shouldn't be put on HBO Max? And actually, the the context of his entire spiel was, uh, hi, people worked on this movie. Like, they all, when they started making these movies, agreed to a certain amount of money based only on theatrical release, not on you putting them on HBO Max as well. So... All these people are in. He wasn't just talking about actors either. Like he was talking all the way down to like gaffers and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, people that all get paid based on, you know, a theatrical release versus a dual release. Yeah, and of course everyone made fun because it's it's Christopher Nolan, and well, he why also not? deserves to have. A, well, yeah, and he also deserves to have a little bit of because his other thing was, oh, movies should only be seen in the theater, and it's like, buddy, your movies are online. Like, it's it's just gonna happen. You can't put that genie back in the box. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting going forward because they have the rest of because I know H the last HBO the last two HBO Max films that came out were In the Heights. Mm-hmm. And Space Jam, and then there was just mm-hmm. one that just came out recently that I never even heard of. Um, sure, that, there's so, several of those yeah, this year, but like the big one uh, coming up for. Mm-hmm. I've said it on here, but I've said it before. I never watched Dune, like the original. Never even read the books, and from what no. I hear, not even worth it. Dune is, by my understanding, probably going to struggle because Dune, the source material, is pretty deep sci-fi. And part of the reason the novel is not, like, super well-read and the first movie wasn't super well seen and everything is because it's just not super for people that aren't like big hard deep sci-fi nerds yeah and unfortunately the way i see it with this film is i don't think anyone's gonna watch it because of story it's because it has a ridiculous cast Mm -hmm. like it is insane between jason momoa That kid, everyone, apparently, all the girls are all about it. Chalamet or whatever his name is. 
Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, uh, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac. Uh, it's 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 freaking insane. Mm-hmm. It is. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's a weird time right now. Just weird time. Oh yeah, and it's gonna keep being a weird time. That's for sure. Yeah, but uh, I. Because I did mention it. I did watch... Because we didn't talk about it since the last time we talked. I did watch Space Jam Legacy. Yes, I know you did. Yes, I know um, you have. But we never talked about it on here. And let, Right, let, yeah, let I know. Me, you haven't told me yeah, much about it. It sucks. Like, <laughs> it is off... It's, it's Ready Player One, the, bat, the sports edition. Because the Looney... Uh, I mean, the Looney Tunes are in it for an okay amount of time. Sure. But once you get to the actual sports ball game, mm-hmm. uh, I spent more time looking in the background at all the like characters and being like, why is this made for kids? Cause... My understanding is that it is Warner Brothers, the advertisement, the movie. It is. It's yeah. Well, it's Warner Brothers plus all their ad, whoever they have like for ads. Because like... Yeah, like Beats has a whole. There's like a whole Nike bit, a Beats bit, but mm-hmm. what's what's funny about the whole thing? There's a lot of things funny about this. Uh, is when they get to the scene where they start playing basketball, they have half the court with, as everyone's seen, like either or it's just characters from Warner Brother properties, and yep. some of them are like weird CGI'd like Jabberjaw and the Animaniacs are like hanging out on uh, Marvin's ship uh, or King Kong and the Iron Giant. But what's even more interesting is that they have all the live people from TV shows. So like people dressed up as like Game of Thrones characters. Mm-hmm. But it looks like they just grabbed a bunch of people that went to like Party City and grabbed shitty costumes. Because, like, they have four of the flying monkeys, but they're clearly just guys in suits, like in those zipper, like, one-piece suits mm-hmm. with a mask. Um, They had Batman and Robin, who looked like they just got done drinking at a bar, like, on Halloween and were just, like, working their way back to their house. Oh, wow. Uh, Pennywise and the Droogs. That everyone talks about from mm-hmm. Clockwork Orange, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the what what's I forget the character's name, but the, she's like the main antagonist and whatever happened to baby uh, to baby Jane, who is a murderer. <laughs> a lot of child murderers that you can just plainly see, just on the court. Interesting. It's just so and and they. And they did the same thing that the movie Ready Player One did, where it's like LeBron. They w- did a whole montage where Bugs Bunny and LeBron had to go to different Warner Warnerverse worlds to get the oh. to get the rest of the Looney Tunes. I heard about that. And it's yeah. like and it's just like movies that they cut in the cart the Looney Tunes. So like they put in Casablanca. And there's a bit where, like, the main girl's like, play it again, Sam, or whatever, and you're Sam and Where it's the scene where you are introduced to Mini-Me, but they cut out Mini-Me, and they put in Elmer Fudd as Dr. Evil, 
with a shaved Sylvester on Dr. Evil's lap. That's weird. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this movie? <laughs> and it's just like, uh, and someone said it best. is like, uh, it was a joke, but I kind of partially behind it. It felt like Don Cheadle was just on cocaine. And it's like, no, everything. It's like Don Cheadle just showed up on set. We just let him go. <laughs> Oh, Don Cheadle was in this movie? Yeah, he's the, he is the main bad guy, Algy Rhythm. So he's like the AI of Warner Brothers, who hmm. basically, it's, it's the, it's hook, the movie's hook. It's his hook in the digital world, because he takes LeBron's kid, turns him against him, and be like, oh, like, you want to make a video game, but don't you want to be with people who, like, love you and support you for your uh, for your accomplishments, and then pits his son against LeBron with his goon squad against Weird. LeBron and the Looney Tunes. The movie's hooked. Wow. Super weird. Yeah. Like, it just hit me. Like, it's exactly the plot of the hook, because LeBron is just, does like the whole, because LeBron's supposed to be like this really happy-go-lucky guy in general, from what I understand. But he's like this super serious, like, anything that happens on the ball court is work. It's not fun. It just, it just hit me. And I hate myself for it. Wow, that is bizarre. Oh, uh, yeah, stupid movie. Hmm. All right, good to know. Speaking of Looney Tunes, I did watch some more of the, uh, the Looney Tunes that are on... Um, uh, HBO today. Isn't it I'm, like a great, but also slightly horrifying. It's so funny. I watched, uh, I'm still in the first season. I watched one today that made me like actually go, Ugh. it's, uh, <laughs> it's the short where Porky Pig and, uh, Daffy, I almost said Donald Duck and Daffy live in, uh, adjoining apartment oh, the shower one they're going to take a shower <laughs> and daffy like blow has like this disgusting bathroom and blows his nose and like tries to get it to go down the toilet and it like comes out porky's shower head and hits him in the face and i was like ew even animated that's disgusting season two has some nightmare fuel in it like it's really Ugh. good but there's just one particular episode that gave me i watched it like right before i went to bed i'm like i can't go to bed it is horrendous <laughs> but i love it so much mm-hmm but, huh. but you also caught up on the actual two episodes of Rick and Morty. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm finally caught up on Rick and Morty. I watched, um, obviously, the Cenobite one you had been talking about with mousetrap nipples and all that where Jerry uh, <laughs> is giving them pain and or he's so boring that he's they're like feeding off of how boring and miserable he is yeah. as a person. And then and uh, and Morty and Summer take the new kid out in the in the space mm -hmm. station. They go on adventures yeah. in the in the ship. That's pretty funny. The change former gets mad, gets like mortified that he almost had sex with an actual space just a regular car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Mm-hmm. 
I liked that quite a bit. And then the Thanksgiving mm. episodes. Yeah, why? What weird timing to have a Thanksgiving episode in the middle? Uh, I mean, I guess it's because their seasons are short, but it was, but it was really funny. Yeah, it's just, uh, the whole Declaration of Independence and the uh, the Statue of Liberty is a drone. I like the, yeah, I like that the Statue of Liberty is like a steampunk murder bot in disguise. Ah, so oh, great, Morty. <laughs> That the president and Rick, everybody thinks they should just have sex yeah. because they compete with each other so much and get so mad at each other. Uh, why don't you guys obviously... just stop and fuck already? Yeah, why don't you just why don't you just fucking get it over with already? <laughs> the whole bit at the beginning where they're just just one up, they're just giving the same like blueprints mm-hmm. plan of their tur- of the of Rick just the, becoming the turning a turkey. Rick into a turkey to get pardoned. I love. I love the song that they play when they get all the when they get all the the marine the soldiers to become turkeys. It's like, mm. I've got a truck. I, I've got a pregnant wife and a pickup truck. I got these... one because of one and the one from or what is all like... these redneck dudes with pregnant girlfriends and wives going off to be turned into turkeys. <laughs> Don't you want this baby to grow up in a world where our specific type, where he can load his truck up with hot dogs and listen to the specific type of music our demographic in this 30 mile radius really loves? You bring him back as not as a turkey. That's all I ask. Ah, so good. Oh, I still, I know you've seen it already, but I still haven't watched Boob World. Yeah, it's the one that's actually it's a Voltron episode. Yeah. Uh, only they're weasels yes. and they don't call it Voltron. Obviously, I've only watched but... the cold open where it's like, "All right, Morty, now hear me out. Do you want to go to Boob World? Yes. Yes. No. Whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. <laughs> do you want to go to Boob World or yes, yes. Boob World? <laughs> or you or do you want to stay here and have all five weasel uh, ferret trons like Gotrons? Yeah, I'm sorry. Are you done yet? Because <laughs> yes to Boob World, it's always going to be Boob World. <laughs> and then it cuts uh, away. All right, you're right, Summer. Let's get the Gotron and go. <laughs> it cuts. It cuts from Morty having his little like inner monologue to Summer having one, and you can hear it. <laughs> Wait, I'm, what, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking so a. good. Oh, I love it. Good times. Um, yeah, and then the Boob World thing comes back uh, only a little bit later on in the episode, but it's pretty funny. Of course. I feel bad because I feel like throughout this season, we're just seeing Morty just get more and more abused. More than usual. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Poor, it's just Rick gets just, just even more angry with him every single time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And they bring Summer because they can get in the Boo World for free. <laughs> <laughs> for like an affirmative action yeah. thing because Boo World was like accused of sexism or something like oh, that. Oh, see, I'm just the equivalent of a, of a Coke can at Six Flags. No, you're worse because at least with the Coke can, we can get rid of it when we get in. He's just so angry. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, uh, I did watch another movie this past week. Okay. Um, and I'm I hate myself for watching it. Uh, I watched the Forever Purge. 
And, oh, and apparently that didn't turn out well for you. Well, I didn't expect it to. Like oh, okay. I did. Like I went in go knowing it was not going to be probably the best, and mm-hmm. it even lowered my expect expectations even more because the Purge films are supposed to be horror films. This wasn't even a horror film. It was like just America. <laughs> I think that's pretty much always been the Purge. Yeah, but, like, (laughs) I was thinking about it, and I remember watching, like, the first two Purge movies, and I'm like, those are kind of scary. Like, those are actually, like, horror films where they could actually jump scares and stuff like that. And then it just Mm -hmm. divulged from there, where this one's just not even, it's like, no, no, it's just, your work, uh, everyone doesn't want the Purge to end, and so they just continue it. (laughs) It's just really boring. Hmm. All right. Weird. Yeah. And oh, uh, oh, and then I watched another one on Netflix that I'm. I kind of liked, but also was like kind of annoyed with. Uh, called Blood Red Sky. It is a. It's the basic premise is, there is a plane, mm-hmm. that has a vampire on it. Um, oh. but the vampire's not the bad guy. Uh, a bunch of, like, a bunch of guys take the plane and want to turn it around and fly it into, br- crash it in Britain, or something like that, as an act of terrorism, and there just hmm. so happened to be a vampire, a girl that was a vampire, that was trying to get to America for a special treatment of some sort, so she didn't have to, and she kind of turns into a vampire out of out of survival. And it's a weird, weird. movie. Okay. It's like English, Sounds but then like it, it breaks into different languages, but like uh, English dubbed, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine, whatever. But the kid who did the Russian, the, the kid who dubbed over the Russian kid was the most mm-hmm. annoying character. <laughs> hmm. All right. In case you want to watch something on Netflix, even though we, I don't think anyone really watches stuff on Netflix unless you want to see anthropomorphic people date each other. That's terrifying. I watched five minutes of that and turned it off. I'm like, can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I, it just makes no sense because it's just beautiful rich people. That don't want to be seen, don't want their faces on. At least from what I've seen, I I don't know. Someone told me I need to watch more. I'm like, no, I got everything I needed out of this. Just a girl dressed as a devil, who goes on dates with a guy dressed as a mouse, guy that's made of stone, and a mandrill. Weird. It's very weird. <laughs> well, mostly what I've been doing this week is reading comics. I. Um, got caught up on, well, I'm not caught up. I'm, I'm up to rather the rebirth era. And so I'm reading Batman and it's Tom King's Tom King was the writer who started off the rebirth Batman. And I had heard, uh, mixed things about Tom King's run on Batman it, some people really like it, and some people really didn't like it, and I'm somewhere in the middle so far. Like, it's okay. It's not my favorite. I've read um, 
The first arc is called I Am Gotham, and that was pretty good. The second arc is called I Am Suicide, and that was okay. Then the third arc was I Am Bane, and that was okay. And now I'm on to The War of Jokes and Riddles, and I don't like this one as much. Uh, except for one thing, and I texted you about it last night because it took me by surprise. Tom King comes up with a new origin for Kite Man. Hell yeah, Kite Man. And it's dark and sad. Yeah. Um, Kite Man, uh, people are probably most familiar with from the Harley Quinn show. He's, you know, Kite Man, hell yeah. He's got his catchphrase and everything. That comes from this Tom King run, actually. Oh, really? Because, uh, I don't think it was, I don't think the hell yeah came before. I'd have to double check. Uh, but Kite Man in the older comics was like a real joke, like a huge failure joke. And Tom King treats him as a huge failure joke in a different way uh basically kite man's origin is he's like this guy uh charlie brown is his name (laughs) and he's divorced and he has a kid and he studied aerodynamics in college and he's really into kites like that's his hobby and uh He's not really good at anything. He's kind of failed at everything he's tried in life. He's not great at anything. And his kid overhears him one day. His kid overhears his mom on the phone one day. And she's like, hey, you know, he's such a joke. And then the kid, who is Charlie Brown Jr., says to his dad, um, you know, I heard mom say on the phone you were a joke. Like, are you a joke, dad? And his dad's like, ah. Well, I mean, I can't believe she said that, but like, yeah, like, I guess like if you know, son, like I've tried a lot of things in life and the thing that happens when you try a lot of things is you fail a lot, like you fall down and people laugh at you because they think it's funny that you fell down. So like, I guess in that way, I'm a joke, but the most important thing to do is to like laugh with them because then you're in on the joke. You not you're you are not the joke, and then I'm simplifying this a lot. But then the kid is like, "Oh, okay, like, Dad, you know how like I'm not good at the kites and like I don't like flying kites with you because I can't get them to go up." And he's like, "Yeah," and his son is like, "Well, how about like we go out and fly kites and then even if I fail, then I can be a joke too." Oh. And so they go out and they fly the kite and he gets it to stay up. And the kid is like, oh, and his dad is like, and, you know, kite man is, he's like, oh man, this is awesome. Like, are you having a good time? And his son is like, hell yeah. And then his dad, and then kite man is like, well, you know, don't say that son. Like, um, that's bad. And he's like, well, why is it bad? And he's like, well, you know, my mom, your grandma, she always said, if you say that word, you're going to go to that place. So, like, maybe just don't say it anymore. And so then cut to uh, Batman finds Charlie because uh, grown up Charlie and kind of is going to use him against the Joker in this war of jokes and riddles because he's trying to bat uh, Joker and Riddler both have gotten all 
the different villains on their side and they're tearing Gotham apart. And Charlie is the only survivor from the designing of the Joker mobile. Joker had brought him in to make the car go faster, make it more aerodynamic. Yeah. And then he killed everybody except Charlie. <laughs> and so Batman uses Charlie to be like, hey, maybe I can help you. And there's a whole set of circumstances where then the Riddler tries to also use Charlie and there's this whole betrayal aspect and Riddler gets pissed off at Charlie for betraying him and is like, Oh, by the way, I knew you were going to betray me. And it turns out the Riddler has put poison all over his son's kite string and has poisoned his son. Aww. And so Charlie run, you know, rushes to the hospital and his son is dying and he's like, daddy, I have to tell you something. And he's like, whatever, son, you can say whatever you want to me. And he's like, uh, I said that word again at mom's house. Am I going to that place now? And then he dies. Oh, God. <laughs> and so then Kite Man goes home and becomes Kite Man and goes to the Joker and joins the Joker's side to defeat the Riddler. Damn. But he's really bad at it. Well, yeah. And so he continues to be a horrible failure even in defeating the Riddler who killed his son. Dang. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy fuck, well, dude. Yeah, when you mentioned about the, that, I know I've read, like, a couple issues before when it came out, the Rebirth stuff. So I today mm -hmm. I started going through a lot of comics. Yeah. I went. I, so I started on the Batman Rebirth stuff as well. So I'm just mm -hmm. only two or three issues in of the I Am Gotham stuff. But I've been mm -hmm. really digging into... Uh, Spider-Man lately. Nice. Because Well, they've been doing some weird stuff. Like, I just finished... I got to the point where... Uh, I just finished the Last Remain storyline where Harry Osborn, as a character named King Kindred, has been torturing um, Peter by making him... Ba basically, the whole point was to make him... Uh, just admit that everything he does, no matter how much he feels like he's actually making a difference and saving lives, he's actually causing more pain. So he like links it, mm. everything back to like, uh, to like Gwen Stacy's death, uh, his how he became Goblin at one point, his dad, uh, Aunt May, um, all this stuff by using the the Sin Eater who is a character who his whole arc is he has a he is like an immortal sort of an immortal warrior who goes around with like a magical shotgun and he finds someone who is has sin quote unquote sinned and absolve them of their sins and absorb their powers um oh yeah he's a really interesting character i'm uh uh he did it there was like a bit where he did to Norman Osborn. So he went slightly insane and he did to the juggernaut. So he kind of became like the juggernaut. Um, mm -hmm. But then I, he ju I just finished that whole story where Kindred is now like encased in a dark force cage by his dad and Kingpin. Uh, and the whole story now is... Uh, Doctor Strange has found out that something's wrong with Peter Parker's soul. Uh, 
because Peter's going through this whole thing where he feels like nothing's ever going right. Everything mm-hmm. everything always comes back to bite him in the ass, and he, there just seems to be no way for him to tread water. Um, I'm mm. reading that on the app, but at the same time, I'm also skipped ahead because I've I picked up the first issue of this new series. Uh, I guess it's an event book called The Sinister War, where mm-hmm. there are, I think so far only it's basically a kind of like the jokes and riddles kind of thing. It's yep. two factions of the Sinister Six fighting each other. Hmm. So you have like the originals versus another group and I think there's a third group. Wow. Yeah, like of just Spider-Man villains and they're all fighting over Mysterio. Why? He apparently, Mysterio has apparently turned a new leaf and he has like a whole bunch of data um and is and like Doc Ock is trying to get him to join back the original Sinister Six, but okay. everyone else wants him to join their crew because of all the intel he has. Apparently, Mysterio has become a huge commodity lately in the in the Spider-Man universe. I mean, not I. It's, I said why? Like Mysterio is a terrible villain. He's not a terrible villain, but he also didn't seem right out the gate like the most powerful one that everyone would want to fight yeah, over it's a very weird choice <laughs> but at the same time like i've said before like i've always figured thought mysterio was a great villain they just never done really good things with mm-hmm. um and then i also just picked up the first issue of a new moon knight series which is mm. pretty freaking awesome so far um Basically, just Mark Spector trying to like reassess his life and what he's been through as his multiple personalities. Yeah. And there's another Moon Knight that's on scene. I think he's called. Uh, oh God, I can't remember. His, I I don't have the comic in front of me. I think he's just called the Left Hand of Conchu. Mm-hmm. Uh. Hmm. So he's like another Moon Knight. He's like Moon Knight has failed you. Uh, I'm gonna pick up where he left off and what he should have done. <laughs> Huh, yeah, okay. it's a there's a lot like it's weird because Marvel and DC, DC have been doing a lot of weird, bizarre book stuff lately. Yeah, um, there's actually some funny ones. Uh, there are actually some interesting DC ones I read recently that are coming up in the fall. that are kind of like horror oriented. Um, one of them is called Task Force Z, hmm. which is basically a Red Hood takes a bunch of villains like it's like suicide squad mm-hmm. but it's a it's like for zombies so oh, it's that's like kind of cool yeah so it's like i think it's like red hood bane um man bat a couple other ones but the one that really caught my eye because i don't think i've seen him since snyder's run is mr bloom Oh, yeah, he hasn't been back yeah, like, for a long so time. So apparently he's coming back for something. And I was like, oh, what shit. A, what a weird villain he was, he too. was. That whole run, was or that whole story arc with Mr. Bloom was so weird. Yeah, and then there's another book that I think it's basically Walking Dead. Another, like, Walking Dead. Uh, I think it's Batman versus Vampires kind of deal. I don't know. Okay. There's some weird stuff that's happening. That's been done before, but that makes sense. Yeah. Like some horse, and then I don't know how I feel about Marvel lately because 
everything they're all their big event stories that they're doing are just rehashes of stuff that's been done. Yeah, like, they're doing another clone saga. The clone saga with Miles and Ben Riley is Spider Man, so I'm assuming mm-hmm. in, during the Sinister War or we're coming to the end of mainstream Spider Man where he dies again or whatever. Um, but they took like they're taking all these old series that didn't do well the first time around and redoing them. Um, they're doing another Dark Ages, uh, uh, hmm. which I never read the first run. I think the first time around, um, they're doing another uh, series on Onslaught, which is the... Onslaught. I don't think I know. <clears throat> it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, Magneto's mind gets stuck inside. Uh, no, it's the it's onslaught is the evil version of Professor X. Okay. Uh, there's like yeah. a there, that's all, and then there's like World 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 War She Hulk. They're just basically taking like just all their old stories, and we're like, we're gonna put a fresh coat of paint on it. No one's gonna notice. Uh, wow, that's different. That's like when they did Civil War. Two. Yeah, it's pretty much what they're doing. I have yet to see a Marvel storyline, a mainstream Marvel storyline crossover event, whatever, that has really caught my attention. Be like, oh, this is something I should pay attention to. I'll probably end up reading the first issue of the Clones, Miles Clone Saga, because as far as I know, Miles has done jack shit lately. <laughs> I'm sure there's been something going on that we just don't know about. Well, he was part of the Spider-Man stuff that I was reading um, for a brief instant. I'm sure he's part of, like, new... I think there's still, like, a new Avengers thing he's doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's It's been a very, very bizarre um, run of comics in terms for both camps. Yeah. Um... Since we're mentioning Spider-Man, there's finally an official something from Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, that gross costume? It's so gross. Like, if it was just black and gold, I'd be like, okay. But then it's got, like, red in it a little bit. And it's got... It's weird. It's... Did you see the... uh, Also, the official... Um... a, A better official look of Carnage for the Venom sequel? Yes, because those uh, statues in the Chinese theaters. Yeah. And yeah, I, I didn't know that because um, I was like, oh, that that looks pretty cool. And it's like, oh, these are statues that are popping up in theaters in China right now. And I'm like, well, at least it's a good character design. Good character design. That movie, I still am not even close to being you know, of caring about. <laughs> no, Um it's kind of like what is the other trailer I saw this week that I thought was really bad? Well, the Ghostbusters. Oh yes, Ghostbusters Afterlife. That was and garbage. I know a lot of people think it looks really good, and so it's they're like, "Oh, it gave me all the nostalgia," and I'm like, "Yeah, but it's given you those member berries, and I think it's got to present me with more than." And it's probably just me, in maybe you, but. I'm pretty much done with kids kids save the world. Yeah, I am too. Like I've seen it enough. (laughs) I don't like it anymore. Maybe it's a fact that I'm getting older, but it's like, man, kids are dumb. 
Like, I know kids are dumb. I was a kid once. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who, like, the girl that was Egon's kid. She looks... I gotta look it up, because... <clears throat> she is in uh, season three or four of The Handmaid's Tale. She's in... Oh, oh McKenna... Okay, so, funny thing you should know about McKenna Grace. Mm-hmm. She, um... Has like I think over five hundred film TV credits already. Wow! I think it's her. Yeah, uh, she's just been all over the damn place. Apparently, mm. um, I recognized her from Handmaid's Tale. I like, yeah, she was in Handmaid's Tale. She was in The Haunting a Hill House. I think the mm. thing that kind of bugged me the most about the trailer, more so than anything else, was there was on top of the nostalgia there was a lot of Paul Rudd <laughs> just I like Paul well, Rudd I, if Paul yeah. Rudd no here's the thing though for me if Paul Rudd and Egon's daughter were becoming ghostbusters instead of his grandkids I'd probably be more on board yeah I just like if it was yeah. Egon's kid and that rando teacher who like was maybe like a Ghostbusters fanboy back in the 80s and when you know the original Ghostbusters were around and then maybe uh Venkman's kid and then maybe like Stance if it was like all their kids or some you know rando Ghostbusters fan like maybe Egon's daughter is the only maybe Egon's the only original one that actually had kids or maybe if it was Dana Barrett's son Oscar from Ghostbusters 2 yeah. who's a Ghostbuster like anybody but teenagers and I feel like everyone's main nostalgia pop for this was basically the end of the trailer where Bill Murray's uh like answers the phone at like a tattoo parlor or something No it's it's Raise a Cult books which he ran oh. in uh Ghostbusters 2 Okay it was Raise a Cult still mm-hmm. Raise a Cult books yeah uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. From the angle, I was like, "Is he?" I'm like, "Is he? Is is he running a tattoo parlor?" <laughs> no. And um, also, like the original Ecto One being back because the um, the remake with with everybody used a, a different version of the Ecto One, and the, all the and original... that one had girls in it as the as the mm-hmm. and everyone hated that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, the so one what's, everybody hated. What's better than mm-hmm. having women as Ghostbusters? Children. And obviously the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. It looks kind of based on this trick. Oh, I also caught more Easter eggs. Uh, one of the, the ghosts in this film is uh, was the cab driver in... Yeah, the one at the bar. Mm-hmm. The one at the bar was, was a cab driver... Um, obviously the mini Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Um, <clears throat> my other huge problem though, and it's the same problem I had with Ghostbusters 2. Nobody knows who the fucking Ghostbusters are. Like, I'm sorry. In maybe in Ghostbusters 2, I can buy it a little bit more because it was pre-internet and pre-9-11. Like, this big major disaster happened, and, like, the Ghostbusters are fake or whatever. Every fucking year since 2001, every September 11th, we have, like, memorials everywhere for September 11th. It's on the internet, it's on everybody's Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and this and that. 
if a giant marshmallow man tore down most of New York City, that would be everywhere. Like, these kids wouldn't have to go, who are the Ghostbusters? Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Like, this girl would know her grandpa Egon was a fucking Ghostbuster. (laughs) It's... I don't know. Like I, I don't buy it at all. I also did you see the toy line? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I'm like, cool. That's all. It's the old. Uh, it's the original Ghostbusters as old men, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool and all. But like, I still find it really bizarre and weird that they had a whole like. I'm still kind of stuck on that whole mini trailer they had, where it's just Paul Rudd watching tiny Stay Puft Marshmallow Men like basically mm-hmm. murder themselves weird for weird amusement and everyone's like it's so cute also this movie does and maybe i'm wrong but it does look an awful lot like the return of gozer for some reason like i just got gozer vibes i mean probably yeah which i mean that was the plot of the video game as well yeah the return of gozer so and for a long time, that was uh, what um, Ackroyd called the official third Ghostbusters film was the Ghostbusters video game. Oh. <laughs> because he liked it so much. He thought it was really good. And it, it was really good. I played it. I liked it. It was a really good game. Uh, but Ackroyd for a long time said that that was actually the third Ghostbusters film that they never got to make. And now obviously this one exists. So this is the third one now. I guess. So speaking of games, I really need a PS five to become more readily available any day. Now, now Mm -hmm. that they've announced that they're remastering from the, from the ground up the dead space series. I saw that. I've never played Dead Space. They are my... I've talked about before on here, probably. Probably one of my favorite horror games. They're so good. Mm -hmm. Except the third one. But I need it. (laughs) Well, uh, if the chip shortage continues to go on, then... Which is funny because they've already announced they're making a slimmer PS5. That's fine because that first one they came out with was goddamn huge. Like it's still gonna be huge, but it's gonna now be like thinner. Like they're like, oh, not everyone can get them, but we're still gonna. We not everyone can get them, so let's make a newer one. But who knows if they'll actually get it or not? Sure, but I just, if they're making a slimmer one, I still think that's great because, god damn, that was a big console. <laughs> like, it's, even if it's still tall, if you can, like, lean it over and put it somewhere else, yeah. like, that it will fit better. Because who has space to put something that, I, I don't know. It I so make weird space me. for that, damn it. Oh, I, I, I mean, I'm obviously, I want one, so I'm not not with you i i'm totally with you i'm just saying that uh you know it's just not uh not convenient so other news sort of uh it's been running all over the internet that everyone's been super stoked about the seeing the bat cycle on set Mm -hmm. of the flash and as of recording today they had to stop uh they had to stop filming uh, mm, I saw that. because the stuntman did, like crashed with the bat cycle. <laughs> yep, I saw that. 
too bad. I hope he gets better quick. I hope he's not too seriously hurt, obviously. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know. With the way all these variants and of pandemics and stuff, I wouldn't be surprised if they push back like everything else. Slowly, slowly but surely, we just push everything back even further. Uh, I know Clifford the Big Red Dog, not that that was anything we were interested in, but I did happen to see that that was uh, delayed, and I'm like, well, there's the first one Clifford to fall. Clifford the Pro Big Red Dog. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I that's a movie. Yeah, but the trailer was kind of cute. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not for me. It's a kid's film, but I'm just saying in general... The trailer was cute. <laughs> I did... I don't know if I talked about it on here, but I did watch the first two episodes of the Monsters, Inc. Uh, short... Shorts that they just put out. I don't know what... I, I guess I missed Mon those. Monsters at Work. It's their new animated shorts on Disney+. Plus. <gasps> oh, okay. I remember hearing about that. It's okay, okay. fine. Like, mm -hmm. picks up right after Monsters, Inc. And... But... This one monster is, gets put into working as uh, part of the tech crew, like maintenance crew, mm -hmm. and he's a. It's it's the same story you hear all the time. He's with a bunch of weirdos that were are shunned, not shunned, but they're the weirdos that are like the nuts and bolts of the place that no one really talks about. But mm -hmm. he wants to be on the scare slash laugh floor now. Um, so he's taking classes to be a jokester, and then hilarity ensues. Hmm. Alright. Again, probably not really for me, even though I love Monsters, Inc. Um, I got really terrified, because I saw a trailer for a Chip and Dale series, and I don't oh, like... that looks I know so... For, yeah. <clears throat> I don't like it. I'm like, oh, I want Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers! <laughs> Well, not just that. The the art style. Speaking of really terrible art style. Boy, we've said speaking of a lot this episode. Speaking I just up. Um, have you seen the series that is coming out on HBO Max, Jellystone? Jellystone? I'll, yeah. What I'll, the hell uh, text is that? You, I'll text you an image right now. Um, you're going to be... it. Well, it is kind of what it sounds like. It's based on Yogi Bear. Um, but also several of the other, uh, oh, it's apparently already out on HBO Max. Wow. Oh, no. Oh, you found the image already? Oh, no. So they just took all the Hanna-Barbera characters in the one show and then do horrible art style? Look at how terrible they all look, too. Oh, like, it's no. Bad, dude. What are they doing to Quick Draw McGraw? <laughs> Oh, I know. Oh, Snagglepuss. Yeah, I, I told you. I'm and oh, Squidly did. Uh, I'm. I know I'm gonna watch an episode of this just to, just because I'm curious. I have a morbid curiosity, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna hate my. I'm now looking at the. I'm like, who's the voice cast of this? And it's not a lot of people I know. Oh, Paul. Oh, Paul F. Tompkins is McGilla Gorilla. Tomcat. Mm -hmm. Oh, Thomas Lynn. Oh, Flula, who is Javelin in uh, Suicide Squad. He's voicing the great Gazoo. Flula Borg yeah. is such a funny dude. 
I listened to an interview with him recently, and it was fantastic. Oh, really? I, the only thing I know of him was he had Ninja Sex Party come on for a song of his. Oh, really? Yeah, about like taking your pants off on uh, Saturday, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because I know he does um, music and stuff as well. And since since we're on the topic of horrible animation and uh, cartoon nostalgia, whatever, I watched the I watched the full run of the He-Man Netflix series that just came out, Masters of the Universe, that ah. Kevin Smith did. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people, roughly our age and older. Mm-hmm. That are just destroying this. Like I think they, they review bombed the hell out of it. They did, sadly. It's um, very sad. bunch of bunch of man babies who uh, didn't like the fact that the show centered a lot on Tila. Which I will say, uh, I liked portions of it. Um, I actually was madly impressed with the. Um, the cast, mm-hmm. like the, uh, the the voice cast for it is actually it's just insane, mm-hmm. even for people who are like only do like a voice or so because you have um, well I know Mark Hamill is Skeletor yep and then you have Lena Headey who is uh, Evil in Cersei uh, Cersei yeah Har- Cersei Lannister uh, yep uh, Sarah Sarah Michelle Gellar is Tila nice uh. Uh, Alan Oppenheimer as Moss Man. That name does not ring a bell with me. Oh really? Uh, I gotta look up his stuff. He's like Neverending Story. He's done. He's been a lot of like the old He-Man stuff. Like okay. he's like an original, uh, like cast member. Okay. Um, Liam Liam Cunningham as Men at Arms. For a while, I thought it was Nick Offerman. Honestly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry Rollins is Triclops. Okay. Uh, Alicia Silverstone is Queen Marlena. There's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Kevin Conroy was Merman. Nice. Uh, Phil Lamar is Hero. Justin Long is Roboto. And uh, Jason Mewes is Stinkor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my personal favorite, Tony Todd as Scareglow. Nice. Uh, what no fisto then that fisto ah he was off somewhere fisting as hard as he could i mean overall i love the animation style i actually enjoy the story and what they're trying to do it's just kind i felt like it needed a little bit more time like i know it's only it's it's broken up into two parts so they put out the first season the first half of the season Mm -hmm. and then they have the second half and the whole story is just basically he-Man sacrifices himself with Skeletor and Skeletor to break the sword of power in the two parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, to but the Tila has to go on Tila with the help of Evil Lynn, uh Beast Man, Orko, and crew have to go and retrieve the two swords to put them back, forge them back together to bring magic uh, back to the world. Because if their planet dies, everything dies. Okay. That's it. 
That's all right. I'm. I mean, I I never watched the original He-Man. I'm not watching the new He-Man. Just not my thing. Uh, everybody I personally know that saw it loved it, and I do feel bad that it got review bombed because a few, um, angry misogynist white boys couldn't handle the fact that their kids cartoon had a girl in it yeah i got as text, the star i got a text <laughs> message from one guy who just like destroyed it and i would just they didn't even respond I'm like whatever man like i enjoyed it. i've never watched the original he-man but uh the animation st- style was interesting enough that i was like i'll give it a shot i've I, seen the art it look it's yeah. a beautiful looking cartoon which i'm like <laughs> somebody <laughs> I saw that commented on that Jellystone poster that we were just talking about went, well, it's apparent that Netflix has all the artistic talent and everybody else has to make do with what's left. I think that's kind of <laughs> it. Like Netflix took all the artists and then all the other, but they don't do squat for movies. And then you go to HBO Max and everyone else is like, uh, we can't get the artists. So here's a 12 year old's drawing and we'll run with that. Yeah. Pretty it's, funny. It is what it is, but what are you gonna do? Exactly. There's not much you yeah. can do about it. I just it. I, I've never watched the original He Man stuff. I've had a lot of the toys because mm. I thought they were kinda cool. Mm-hmm. Like I remember having like Cyclone who was like this guy that you like squeezed his legs and he like spun around. Um, okay. and like one guy who was basically a robot mosquito. Like mm. I had those kind. I was like, they're like, they're stupid names, but they're fun. Or like the one I always saw when I recently, uh, when I would go to like certain stores, they would have Molar, who's basically the evil dentist. (laughs) It's great. All right. That's pretty funny. But I like that. But now, Matt, you can get into it because then you can get the WWE crossovers with He-Man figures nope. i saw that those were a thing and i have a, a an acquaintance that i know loves wrestling and he-man and i alerted him to those figures but beyond that no <laughs> but look at how masculine they are even more than mm. the, what they were in the ring <laughs> mm-hmm. i know they're all even more beefed up to like uh he-man proportions remember the to- the wrestling toys that produced sweat when you squeeze them. I do not. They were they were a line of wrestling action figures that kids could buy, and they were like really jacked. Like for, I think they were just called like WWF sweats or something like that. And they literally Yeesh. were you fill them with water and you squeeze them and they sweat. Okay. Yeah, hang on, hang on. Let's see if I can find a photo of this, like one of these I can send you, because those are like the funniest. They were so funny figure. That's super bizarre. Oh, maximum sweat figures. Maximum sweat. Wow. Uh, (laughs) They were just so fucking jack. So fucking stupid looking. I'm about to send you one that is of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this is what he looked like. Come on, where? No, where'd you go? Oh, fucking A. Whatever. Uh, it's it's funny. Just, oh, God damn it. God damn it. Yep, fuck it. Forget it. If, just look up. If you want, just look it up. It's just really funny. 
I'll look it up. So Don't I worry. know, so anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. No worries. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think there was anything else this week that was really uh, uh, noteworthy. Not, not really. I mean, there was a new, longer trailer for Shang Chi and the Eter- at Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. Oh, there was. I missed that entirely. Um, which didn't qu- didn't quench what I want one out of it. I was just like, okay, cool. I'm still gonna watch it because I, I I think it'll be a fun kung fu film. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like one, there was a, a one photo that was released for the Hawkeye series of Kate Bishop and Jeremy oh. Renner yeah. just hanging out. And I'm like, don't care. Just, I'll watch an episode and kind of go from there, but I'm not expecting much. <laughs> no, I'm not worried about that show at all uh, next Wednesday is the Disney is the Disney plus run of the Marvel what ifs <gasps> that's right yeah um uh like like we said like ten, as we're recording tonight's the last I think tonight's the last Rick and Morty mm, I think I can double check it might be yeah uh, I can double check right now I've got this thing that I can see. No, no, it's not even close yet. Oh, thank goodness. There's three episodes. There's tonight's, next week's, and there's... So it's Rick Turnal, Friend Shine of the Spotless Mort. <laughs> or no, that's not tonight's. That's, so tw- that's probably next week. Tonight's... Okay, so there's four. There's tonight's, which is Gotron, Jerry, Sis, Rick Van Gellian. <laughs> then next week is Rick Turnal, Friend Shine of the Spotless Mort. Then there's Forgetting Sarah Rick Mortchell, and then the final episode is titled Rick Marai Jack. <laughs> cool. Um, yep. In about an hour, a couple hours, I'm probably going to leave and go see a movie that I what was... What are you going to see? Uh, it's an A24 film, same company that did uh, Midsummer. Is it that movie Lamb? That's not out yet, but what oh, the fuck is that? <laughs> I have no idea. I can't. I am gonna watch that when it comes out. Um, uh, no, it's called The Green Knight. Um, uh, I've heard good things about. I've it. heard the name. I don't know what it is. It's. I don't know either. It's like a Dungeons and Dragons, I guess, like fantasy thing. I don't think it's actually Dungeons and Dragons. I just remember they put out a Dungeons and Dragons like expansion pack kind of thing then revolved around it but it's like a fantasy kind of thing where it involves a giant wood god i guess oh a24 has lately been on this run of just doing bizarre films that are just Mm -hmm. interesting enough that i'm just like yeah i'll go see that in a movie theater and it's actually playing in a theater nearby like at 650 tonight so i'm like cool finally but yeah, we'll have like the next one we'll have we'll talk about like Suicide Squad. Uh yeah, totally. And yeah, I mean, I'm trying really hard not to leave early and go toy shopping at the at this one place. Uh cuz I keep telling the guy uh, the Masters of the Toyverse. Mhm. Cuz they 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 moved into a new spot where they have a whole bunch more stuff and I'm like, "Oh, no." <laughs> Next time I come down, we can go. I'm telling you, sugar. I will be your sugar daddy. We'll go. <laughs> I'll be like. I'll be like the mom's. Like you can pick out one toy. 
Oh, you, you one to- <laughs> You can get one. It's like one big toy or a couple Funkos. That's what you uh, get. No, hopefully sometime in the near future here, I'll be back on my financial legs because I've just been not... Uh, yeah not there recently i've so. been holding back a lot because uh at work we have three parts of the build a figure dark father mm-hmm. we where, where we have superman uh batman and king robin Ooh. um king robin is actually a really i i hate him and love him at the same time because this whole part of that dark death metal thing mm-hmm. so his whole thing is he's basically a more sinister deadpool I don't know. It's bizarre. Hmm. Um, so I, I'm like, I kind of want to get all three, but I need to get Wonder Woman. And then I'll have the Dark. I really just want the Dark Father. Well, to... uh, there's also the other line coming out pretty soon that is the Marvel What If that builds the Watcher. Which I want all of those, but mainly ca- Zombie Captain America. Ah, <laughs> oh, the Zombie Captain America one is so cool. The other ones are cool, like they're cool looking, and I do want a Watcher. Uh, but something about the zombie cap, I'm just like, that would be good enough if that was like, came by, if it was like, it came by itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. McFarlane's been announcing a lot of stuff lately. Um, did we talk about True. the reverse flash last time? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I know the, there's a couple other ones they just announced. I have to go to their thing to see. Hmm. Uh, Oh yeah, they're they're making like the deluxe Bane from the last night its own figure. Even I'm like, but I bought the whole set. Oh, that's yeah. I don't like that one though because he's all gray and he's. I'm not. I'm not wild about that figure. Also, it's really like I know some people like a really big Bane. Yeah, I'm not wild about that. But. Oh yeah. The, the big, they, they have that Disney Mirrorverse toy line that they've announced more characters for. That's pretty fun. Because um, it's based on a video game, so it's all, like, interesting styles. Yeah, it's a game you can play overseas. You can't play it here yet. And I don't know if you actually can or not. Well, it's a mobile game. But it looks cool. Goofy has a giant boomerang. I know. It's pretty awesome. Uh, what was he? I feel like there's another one besides like there's a lot. Of, oh yeah, the Superboy Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, did you watch the trailer for the new DC animated film for Injustice? No. Well, that's the thing. Now they they're making an Injustice cartoon. I knew it was coming out. I just hadn't actually um watched the trailer. It's not bad. Uh. I'd be curious to watch it. I'm still waiting for the second half of Long Halloween so I can watch those. I want them to be on HBO Max so I can watch them together. Rat bastards. Uh-huh. I'm not doing... I'm just not doing it. I'm not paying for two different discs when I know by next year they will have themselves like a one-disc version. I was in um, I was in Walmart the other day grabbing some stuff and... Our Walmart here sucks in general, mm-hmm. uh, especially in their movie selection, because I, I'm a big sucker for packaging lately with films, and yep. they had a three-movie pack of the Godzilla films, 
and I I was like, and it's uh, and I was like, that's cool. I have them all, but that's I was gonna cool. say you don't have them all already. No, I Jesus. do, but I hate their packaging <laughs> job for like their Walmart exclusive. Mm-hmm. It's like just like it's like the three bars, and they did it for a couple. They had a couple other ones in there too. Hmm. Um. Oh shit! Did my oh never mind. Uh, for me, I, my recording thing paused for a minute. And I thought, uh oh, yeah. nah, but. Yeah, it was just I don't like their pack. Like the films I just got, like I got them for their packaging, and then there's Howard the Duck, uh, but <laughs> uh, but I don't know. It's this is really bad because we're now at the point where we're like I want to move and I want to go do stuff, but at the same time, COVID and all the Delta variants and stuff is now on the rise. So yep. all I want to do now is just buy more toys and more movies. And they just keep putting out box sets of movies that I want to get my hands on that are going to cost me an arm and Don't a leg. Don't do it. I'm going to come hit you with a newspaper. Don't do Don't it. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote, newspaper. newspaper. I hear you. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, right, if the, I'm still around in October, you should come down for the, the lo- Upper Valley Comic Con. Oh, good lord. No, if you're still around that long, before October, we're going to do Spooky World. Yay, Spooky World, <laughs> if it's not canceled. It wasn't canceled last year, sure. so I can't imagine it will be this year. Well, uh, in L.A., they've already canceled a bunch of horror-related stuff. Well, that's because that's L.A. where everything is like a total mess versus here where we're doing the best in the country. Hooray! Suck it, rest of the world. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for it to come out that way. You know what? At this point, yeah, basically. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, goodbye, everybody. Later.